What's going on, everybody? Megastream is back for an all-new episode. It's been a long ass. It feels like it's been forever. It has been. I've been. It's my fault, everybody, because I'm out here in the street trying to save the kids and you know try to get them to college. So I'm all over the, the south. Right, because I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. I'm trying to. Uh, first of all, get whipped up in these storms, though. But besides that, it's been raining everywhere I've been. So, I've been in Atlanta. I've been in. I've been in Atlanta. I've been in Dallas. I've been in Nashville. Houston. You've been like Lindsey Buckingham dancing across the USA. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm in New Orleans. So I'm excited. The sun is out. So when I'm done with this, I'm back out in the street. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <I am> popping. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, when I was in D.C., I had never had so many black men come after me in my life. But I am very, I was just like, whoa, where are y'all? Are y'all not in L.A.? Apparently, no one wants to be in L.A. <laughs> That's what they told yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I didn't do that. But yeah, um, it's been really, it's been a lot. I've been away from college for almost three weeks. So I will be back next week. Wow. And yeah, I kind of miss it. Um, but, you know, again, I'm happy to do the work and I get these kids to college. So. I know that's right. Teach some kids and let them lead the way. Yes. Well, how are you? What's been going on with you? What's been going on? You know what? Absolutely nothing. I have been... Um, I've, I think I've been laying low for a, sec- uh, a bit, you know, trying to get my shit together. Um, playing video games, you know. Um, right now, because you know, you've had some, some catching up. Child, I've had all kinds of catching up to do. Um, I've been... Going through, uh, I finished L.A. Noir, and L.A. Noir was good up until the ending. The ending was like a complete letdown. It was like y'all went all that to do that. And I'm like, fuck it. Um, what else have I been playing? I finished uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, fine, like completely. Um, what else? I I, th- I don't think I've been watching anything. Oh, I've watched um, oh, what was that? Star Wars, uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I was not ready for the ending. Mm-hmm. I was like, they did all that. Spoiler alert! And nobody survives. It was just very, it was very upsetting to me. It was, like, but it made, but that, but it showed you, like you know how. Big the, the whole rebel thing is, you know, like it made sense to me seeing it and then thinking about all the movies I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. in the series. And so it was a lot. I was like, <laughs> you know, it's it's that gif of um Audrey Woodard when she's in um Holiday Heart walking around when she's really <laughs> <laughs> daughter was graduating or something. That's how I felt. I was like, goodness, everybody's dying. What's going on? They didn't get a chance to even try to this romance that was like whatever it was. People dying in the corner, and then you know, then you have Princess Leia at the end talking right. about the vote. And when you think about it, it was timely because you think about the election. 
<laughs> he was like, "This is hope," and I was like, "Lord." And that's what you know. It makes it made me think of like that's what Obama was saying. You know, that was hope, oh, and that are in this mess. Um, speaking of him, you know, he was speaking today um, at this not gatekeepers. Was it gatekeepers? he was at the he was at the United Nations doing some yeah. kind of speech? He's talking out his ass again. Oh no no! I was about Trump. I'm not Trump. I was about Obama. Oh oh yeah, Obama. Oh, my president. He was yeah. He was at a Google um some kind of Google summit or something. Yeah, he was just talking, and I just felt so much at peace. But then it was that feeling like, but but he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not there. He's not there anymore. We got this. Hang Like he visibly makes me upset and like nauseous i i can't stand that man and i'll say stuff offline but i don't want to bring part up on treason charges (laughs) i'll just say that i well it looks like again i feel like in a couple of months this may who knows this gets to a point where on this stuff they find out man manafort whatever his name is manafort and then this looks like it, it basically yes, Russia had a lot to do with this. And Facebook clowning ass. Lord, I'm like y'all just just give up all the information because apparently y'all just sit here. Somebody was not at their job because y'all let a lot of stuff just pass <laughs> through, and this is a mess too. So y'all have a lot to answer for too. But it also makes me think that sooner or later, you know, social media is going to be probably watched. A little bit more carefully because, again, for all that to get through Facebook like it did, it, it's very interesting. And it almost knew that they almost knew that you know the crazy folks on Facebook because I always feel like well, crazy folks everywhere. But I think Facebook is where a lot of these these loons live versus Twitter and, and all that stuff. Because I think they get called out quick on like, Twitter and Instagram and everything else. But Facebook is like your aunties favorite device and so i feel like right that they knew what they were doing and they knew how to get away with it but it just looks so it just looks so broken and it makes me question because hillary said that she's open to them you know going opening back up and looking at everything with this election like that i'm like yes because if we find out that this was all messed up and screwed up the way it was then this to me is a fraud and we need to, like, it's fraudulent. We need to, like, redo this. We need to be like, okay, it's like an order. You order a birthday cake and you find they misspelled the words on the cake. You right. get a new cake. <laughs> or you get a car and you find out that something's wrong with the car. You take it back. They may have to give you a new car because they, they try to tell you it was brand new. I don't know. I just feel like that at this point, if it's coming off where this is looks fraudulent and just rigged up like you know like all hell get out whatever you want to call it then then we need to like to me this this should be like okay well then you can't be president no more in fact we need to just restrip this whole thing clean it up clean this house right i I just mueller needs to hurry up with that damn investigation that's all i'm saying yeah well you know, I feel like I'm fine with him taking his time because, you know, I want it all because, you know, you want the receipts correct. 
Because when they That's read true. the receipts, I would be sitting right there and be like, just going with them, you know, check on it as if I was sitting there with them. But I want to make sure that we check off everything correct. And I, and I want them to do the same thing. I want everything to be correct. Because when they read those receipts, you know, we're going, I want that to be on a big screen. You know, that's what you could do, IMAX, instead of putting up um, Inhumans. <laughs> you were reading the receipts and $15.99, I will be right there, front row, popcorn and all, sitting there like, all right, this is a good movie. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Sitting there, it could be two hours long of reading receipts, and I'll be sitting there just like, yes, and I need some commentary. From all types of people, from like April, from April. Um, no, that's not her name. It's from April. April Ryan, yeah, April Ryan can get up there. And be, right, April uh, Ryan. Um, so many of them can just. I I just want this Rachel Maddow. I I need commentary as they read these receipts because once it comes down, and you know what, I almost want to fly down to the southern states too and be like, you know what, we we gonna watch this. All of us gonna watch this out here in the park. On these big screens in the drive-through, so y'all can see what you <laughs> voted for. Yeah, like right. watch y'all look at this. That'll be joy too to watch them be like, "Oh no!" Like, "Oh yes." But enough about giving me ulcers and heartburn. Let's get into a little bit of Aunt May's tea. We got a, a few things to talk about here. Yeah, so let's get into PewDiePie. Uh, because uh, we were late, we we, we would have got into this last week, but this I'm I'm still trying to figure out how is how he's even popular. Right, I know why he's he even a thing. I know why he's popular because look at him; he's blue eyed blonde, white. That's how you get in. But this hoe has been in for a long time, and I'm still trying to figure out what is it that people are getting from it because. I actually looked at a couple of his videos and I was like, so what he's doing is he's playing the video games and you're watching him play in the video games. Right. So, yeah, he's a a big time streamer. So that's that's a thing now Uh, where you watch people where you watch people play video games like uh, sometimes uh, a lot of the famous people, they'll have uh, early access to a game. Or um, you could see like a lot of a uh, team building, or like a, a game like Call of Duty, like Battlefield, like Overwatch. You can see different team mechanics in play, so you can replicate those on your team. Those type of things, or fighting games, or they can stream. Um, sometimes the big, uh, uh, like Evo or stuff like that. And this is not the first time uh, PewDiePie, uh, whatever his name, I'm going to call him Felix. That's his real name. Uh, <laughs> Felix has gotten into some kind of fucking trouble because he has said some anti-Semitic comments and still he's getting all these sponsors and whatever and this, that, and the third. So the incident, the most recent incident happened when he was playing, I think, a beta version of this uh, of a, a, rec- a new game that's set to come out. And he couldn't kill the guy or whatever. Uh, it was like a, a free-for-all deathmatch type thing. So uh, the person that he was trying to kill, he couldn't. And he got killed by that, that same guy. And he said, you fucking nigger. I was like, okay. So we know he don't like black folks. 
And he was like, oh, I just say that when I'm upset. And I'm like, okay. I don't say... I might call you a bitch. I might say fuck. But I don't say any racial comments when I'm upset when I'm playing a video game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people let him have it, rightfully so. He should have been to have it. And I think uh, the produce either a producer or creator of an indie game called Firewatch is trying to get him stripped off YouTube. And which is funny because YouTube uh they say they're down for the LGBT community and whatnot. But here recently they've been flagging all LGBTQ content, whether it's not suited for work or what have you. And they have been earlier this year they've been cited for doing this type of shit so it's you all take down videos which is maybe like a a coming out process or whatever but then you keep shitty ass videos like this yeah which is a, a fucking incident in itself but this felix's uh comments are not they are not rare or uncommon that should kind of have that shit happens all the time here recently i was just called uh a faggot nigga on uh on the online so yeah these and you know it's these little kids you know these these twitter the well not twitter thugs but these thugs that hide behind video games and this anonymity that you can't see them. They won't say that shit to you face-to-face, but they know that they can get away with it because they aren't face-to-face. Yeah, and that's... And that's really... It's really unfortunate because I feel like what we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of this anyway, and I do feel like a lot of this getting hyped up because we are in a a Trump America, if you want to call it that. Um, But what I... The reason why I say it's unfortunate because what happens is when they get out in public, they don't know how to act and they get knocked the F out. Because, um, you know, now, just recently, um, some Nazi got punched out again because he was talking mess online and then he got, they found him and they got caught out and they punched him out. I feel like when people are doing stuff like this, calling people faggots and niggers and everything else online and then get out in public and try to play that mess and then get knocked out it's it's just it's really showing kind of a lack of people skills but also just this really disconnect to reality when they think this is okay to do on a regular basis and i know when um felix stood up here and said that he he said it when he's upset that means what do you say when you're when we don't we, we no one's around you or when you're around you know people like-minded as you or what are you really doing and i just don't understand first of all i'm gonna be honest i don't understand why people are watching this anyway because it's basically watching it's like watching me watching insecure and i'm talking through and you're watching me do it <laughs> i don't know you it's, want it's to a, a video game thing it's like okay. a video game culture thing like if you don't play video games that you wouldn't understand it you know what i mean yeah but is it also? But is, but is that legal to do? Do they mind you doing it? Well, it's because I saw uh, this. Stuff. I some developers don't mind it. Like there are some instances, like um, where 
some developers will uh, forbid you to stream. And like they'll put in certain things in place to make it not uh, where players won't have the ability to stream or they'll uh, they'll omit certain cutscenes from the, uh, the video game so they won't spoil it for the viewers, that type of thing. But there's not anything that says that a person can't stream because it gives the developers access to some people that they might as might have not get having access to you know what i mean so it's giving them a bigger market for the, uh, other people to see their game and in turn a possibility that those people that are watching the stream they could that can therefore go out and buy their product okay well then can some of these companies get their own people to do like you know get their own pewdiepie type people there because i feel like well he's the company he's one of the He's one of the most watched people on YouTube, if not the watched. So they see it as a numbers game and a business. If it's you know, it's a it's a business game. So if they if he can get somebody if a developer can get their game to him and his audience can watch it, then that's more people that can possibly buy the game, which is more for their money, which is more for the bottom line. Okay. I guess I would still look at it like, okay, that's Microsoft. We are Apple. So how are we, and maybe they have been thinking about this, but how we come up with beating that to where it's like, okay, we don't need him. We can get Mm -hmm. a, a group of five types of people, like five people who can probably do something similar. Therefore you're following them. Who's a part of us. Like, if I was a major video game company, I'd be like, we don't need him to play these games. We will have our own people out there. You connect through us through them. They'd be the ones we send to Comic-Con. They'd be the ones we send to Blizzard, the BlizzardCon. They'd be the, you know, we, we'll have our own people. Therefore, mm-hmm. you can still be with him, but we have our own. I think if, I, if that was me and if, if, I, if that was me and my company, I'd be like, we don't need him to, to put our games out there. First, I'd be too arrogant and be like, our games don't need this hoe out here talking about it. We can do it, you know, our own. But at the same time, I'd be like, no, it's our own. So we so we can control we can control the message. And if it gets problematic, we can get rid of it. Because I think what's happened now, I think some of them have depended on him so much that it might be hard for them to break away from him. But it would. But I think some of these companies need to remember who they are and be like, no, we don't need him. We can let him go. We can do this our own way. And I heard that people were trying to bring up some free speech. I'm like, this ain't no free speech issue. First of all, it's not even his property. <laughs> so I'm like, to be honest. I'm like, if it was me, I'm making these video games and he's doing this on my video game. I'm like, first of all, this is my stuff. I can snatch all that back. I can say that you cannot speak on my stuff in public like this. I'm like, that's my stuff. And I feel like that for those who are defending him, first of all, y'all raggeding. Second of all, you don't know what free speech is all about. And it hurts to know that some of these folks were black folks. Right. Some of oh my god, I know a lot of those black folks that was like, oh well it's not hurting me, so I don't really care. I'm like, are you serious, nigga? <laughs> they were I don't understand. It's because and then when I thought about it, I was like him and that um Jake Paul, they it's this it's that whole blonde white boy mentality thing, but it's also this whole it's that gaze of the blonde white boy. 
Like I think about it and I'm like, that's what it is. He's white. He's blue eyed. He looks safe. Some of these folks think they can either screw him or be his friend. That's what it comes down to. Some of these folks are thinking, oh, I can be his friend or, oh, he's so cool. Or they fantasize about screwing him or getting screwed by him or whatever. That's y'all need to wake up and realize this man is problematic. And he almost said nigger again. Right. I found out. I'm just like, come on, y'all. I don't know what it takes. Does he need to spit in your face? I don't know. Is it that deep for y'all to defend somebody that would never be a part of your life? Like, and don't try to compare this to Beyonce because somebody tried to compare this to Beyonce. She ain't got nothing to do with this. She ain't got nothing to do with this. She wouldn't be so stupid. (laughs) Like, you can say anything that you want to say, but you also have to deal with those consequences. Mm-hmm. So if you say that. he wasn't ready for that, and if you call somebody, if you who don't belong to the group call somebody a nigger, then you have to assume responsibilities. Now, if that might come out in the form of somebody cussing you out, that might come in the form of somebody knocking you out. You're just going to have to take that ass whooping or that cussing out. Now, I'm not saying what they did was right to hit you, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You run your mouth, you need to be able to stand up for it. Don't try to hide behind the screen. Don't think people will find out. Right, and it's a lot of these little-ass kids. I'm like, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? I swear, some of these kids... I s- See, this is one of the reasons why I couldn't teach, because I would choke a kid out. These little fast ass, smart ass little kids that think they can get away with it. I would throw one around a room and have no problem with it. That's why I can't play video games because the minute that someone calls me a faggot or something like that, I'm going to be like, okay, where are you at? I'm about to be able to type it right. Bitch, turn on your location. Find out where you at because I want you to sit in my face right now and I'll be sitting right in your front yard. Ready to go, brick in hand. Say something. I'll hey. be right there. Tell me where. That's the problem with me. So that's why I'm like, I can't do this because the minute y'all get too too passionate, I'll come get you. Right. It ain't nothing to take a red eye. That's right. It ain't nothing. <laughs> it ain't nothing to take a red eye. Shoot. Oh Lord, PewDiePie, you can go to hell. Um. <laughs> but speaking of going, not going to hell, but coming back is Jean Grey. So, just in time for the Phoenix movie, Dark Phoenix movie that be coming out. Um, later this year, near the end of the year, Marvel has decided to bring back the original Jean Grey, the adult Jean Grey. Now, right now, the, the teenage version of Jean Grey is running around Marvel. But they are going to bring back the original older Jean Grey. As some of you may know, she was killed off about 13 years ago by Zorn, who was supposed to be Magneto. Um, and um, she was killed off, and because she was killed off, she kind of she wanted Scott to be happy, so she forced she forced Scott, or however she did it with her cosmic abilities, to kind of get with Emma Frost, which was the worst worst relationship ever. Um, I still okay, honestly, Emma, uh, Cyclops couldn't handle Emma. I don't. 
No, but I didn't like that coupling. I just did not like it. I I've never I I just didn't like it. I just felt really I just hated it. I was I was I was on Rachel's side with that because Rachel hated it. The passion. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the relationship. I'm glad it ended. I'm glad that he broke up with her. Um, but anyway, Jane's coming back. Um, she's coming back. Side note, I think Emma's a Emma seems like a freak. Emma is a freak, and she's also a little bit crazy right now. So, <laughs> she, so she attacked the younger X-Men, who the younger version of Scott, because Cyclops, if y'all don't know, is dead. Um, um, he was killed during the, the war with the, with the enemy. So um, Emma kind of lost it. She was trying to bring him back through the teen Scott, um, but got defeated. <laughs> Um, and so, um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna say I hated Emma. I didn't hate Emma. I just felt like Emma, Emma was basically Emma. She was what I expected Emma to be conniving. She was Alexa's character. She was basically Alexa's character. (laughs) And that's what she is. And I had to accept that. I appreciate parts about her, but I just wasn't a huge fan. And we'll talk about later in the shows we'll get into some of our favorite characters and why Celine was my favorite of all the Hellfire Club people but um, Emma Emma is going through some stuff right now she really is um, so um, anyway Jean is coming back and it's going to be very interesting because when Jean comes back it's going to be a whole different world at the time that when she left Xavier was around she was still married to Scott she doesn't know that Xavier is dead and part of his brain has been used or infused with the red skull. She doesn't know that Scott's dead. Um, she doesn't, There's a lot that she, well, she may know because she's Phoenix. So she's going to come back. It's going to be a big, huge, limited series. Uh, I'm excited because I've always been a Jean Grey fan. Um, but who knows? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm excited. I don't know what to expect. Uh, some people are, are like, why is she coming back? I'm like, no, it's been 13 years. That's that's a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm excited that she's coming back. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I think I saw the variant covers. Yeah. Did you see those? I, I saw uh, Wolverine possessed with the Phoenix Force, and then there was um. Uh, I think it was one of the Spider-Mans. I can't f- remember. Um, that was interesting. Uh, it'll, you know, this bitch can't stay dead. <laughs> she cannot stay dead for real. But I'm excited. I mean, again, I've always been a Jean Grey fan. I was never a fan of Scott Nemo. Uh, but, you know, who knows what this is going to lead into? Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see this. I, I hope it makes sense. Um, but I do think they're doing this just in time as they are growing into the the Dark Phoenix movie. We won't talk about that movie because that movie is going to be full of shit. Uh, I'm just going to be blank right now because, you know, who knows? But I feel like I say that every time. Mm-hmm. I've been disappointed. The last two uh, days of Future Past and Apocalypse, that's just 
Oh, I wanted Apocalypse to be so good. I want. I was root. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? My God! The minute they had, the minute that he created Storm per se, you know, gave her 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 hair. Hey, I'm like, girl. Okay. Cut I almost got out and walked out of the movie. <laughs> Peter, me and Peter, um, we were there, and we were like, you know, he was. He was like, no, no. I was like, I no. I was like, bitch. Where's my purse? It's time to get up. And right, I was I was ready to go. I was like, listen, let me get up on out of here. Let me go to the snack bar. I know, just like that gift of, of Annalise King. I was like, come right. on. <laughs> Tuck my wig, get up, and go. Right, and then they had Archange, uh, Archangel dying in the airplane where he had those big-ass fucking wings. Like, that my man can't fly. The wings flew oh. all through metal and everything. I'm like, what are y'all doing? And then, like, not to go on a full tangent, but like for the ex, uh, the Dark Phoenix, Jessica Chastain said uh, initially there were talks that she was going to play Lalandra. Then she said, "Oh, I'm not playing Lalandra." Who are you playing? Had, the bitch, who are you playing? Oh, exactly. <laughs> and then the director said, "Oh, I wanted it to be more grounded." Okay, no, you cannot have the Dark Phoenix saga. And it be grounded. You have to include the Shi'ar. And then Mystique and Magneto are going to play a part. And I'm like, they don't even matter. They're not even in the storyline. I'm like, why bring these people back? You hear what she said? She said she came back for the fans. I'm like, who? Bitch, what fans? Ceiling fans? We didn't ask for this. We didn't ask for this. We asked for the Shi'ar. We didn't ask for Mystique. Mm. <laughs> like why? Don't be terrible <laughs> and mother. I'm gonna be happy about Jean Grey coming back, and now I get my blood pressure up thinking about this movie. Right now, I gotta go take some medicine or something, or do some uh some yoga because they don't got my. Oh God, I know it's gonna be bad. And oh. me and my uh, my partner was talking about this, how these movies. That we hold on to these properties like X Men, like Jim, like uh, Avatar. You know these old, these properties that we grew up with. They're not for us anymore. And I made the argument: you can't license the product under the same name. Like for instance, with Jim, you take out everything that is about Jim and say that it's still Jim, but it's not Jim anymore. It's something else. You know, you had, you didn't have Starlight Girls, you didn't have Synergy, you didn't have these grown-ass women doing grown-ass shit. You had these little little girls, and I'm like, okay, then what's the point of it? But anyway, we can go on and on about these fuck-ass reboots and remasters forever. And shout-out to my friend AJ, who actually, he created Synergy. Um, I remember he showed me he has it in his house because he created it. Um, and I remember he showed me what it was gonna be like, and I was like, I was already disappointed. I couldn't say anything. I remember I was like, but anyway, Jean Grey, we're glad you're coming back. We'll just leave it at that. Let's stay alive this time. (laughs) Speaking of movies, have you seen it yet? I have not seen it because. 
I don't know. I I don't like I don't like clowns like that because I love freaky clown. Um, I'm crazy anyway. I've seen. I've heard it was really good. It is. I've seen it twice. Um, and you know, the 1990 version will always be have a special place in my heart because it came out. The book came out somewhere around that time. Don't don't give me trouble, but. I was reading the book in high school. Um, it's a long ass book. <laughs> I was reading the book in high school, and then I saw the movie. And, you know, Tim Curry will always be Pennywise in my heart. But uh, Eric Northen's little brother, where his name is, he did a really good job at Pennywise. This was a really good movie. I, I mean, I'm gonna go. I mean, we're not really reviewing reviewing it, but I'm just saying that. It was a really good movie. It is two hours and 15, 20 minutes long, but it is it 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 just plays so well. They changed some things. Now, my biggest problem is they changed Mike. Mike is one of the is the only black character in it. And in the TV show version, he was the historian. Like he was the one who knew that stuff was going wrong in Barry. They changed it around to where it's not him who does this. And so I was like, mm, I kind of liked it when he was the one who was like, I know what's going on here. Versus now he's not. Um, but that's, uh, uh, they were sticking a little bit closer to the book, but still, I wanted him to be, I wanted Mike to be more of that person in the group. But it's a really good movie. Uh, it's, it's freakish in so many ways. It's not like super, it's not super scary, but it does hit all the points that it needed to hit. And um, hell, I might go see it a third time. But it, I, I really enjoyed it. It, it kind of it motivated me. It, it really it, it got me inspired. So I was like, this was, it was fun. It was a fun movie. I recommend it. Pennywise is, is, is interesting. This Pennywise is very interesting to watch. Now, you know, we were all like, we do like he, we liked the fact that Tim Carey character version, I'm sorry, that was didn't look creepy, he just looked like a regular clown. But this one makes a lot of sense now. Like after you see like, okay, I get why Pennywise is creepy looking because he it's he's playing on your fears. And the way they did it was just really it was really cool. So, you know, hats off to them for this hit. And I'm looking forward to chapter two, because that's gonna be you know, we might see. I think Jessica Chastain was gonna. She's gonna be in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I know they left it open for another uh, a sequel here. So yeah, they have to do the. They have to do when they're grown up, and so it's gonna be pretty good. So again, I recommend it. You know, go out and see it. Have a good time with it. It's that type of movie that you go and see with some friends or on your own. Um, but it was really good. I enjoyed. Hmm. All right. Do we have anything else before we clear away these teacups? Yes, we have Steve Lacey. First so, basis. <laughs> so we, I learned of this over the weekend. I was in D.C. and this came up um, apparently on social media. So if you don't know who Steve Lacey is, he is, uh, I think he's like 17 or 18. He's like this musician, guitar player. He's big, like I guess in YouTube and kind of stuff like that. He's a black guy. Um, he grew up in the hood. I think he grew up around Compton, whatever. Um, people know him. I've never heard of him. 
people are of him and everything else. But I think he says somewhere online that he doesn't date black men. Uh, and someone asked, like, why? And he said his reasoning is because he thinks of black men as his neighbors and his uncles and his cousins and his family and his brothers. And he doesn't want to date people who are like your brothers. So that's why he's not into black men. Now, part of me was like, okay, he's a he's he's not twenty, he's like young. He's a fetus. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you're talking slightly that. But it was also funny because the excuse he was using, I remember hearing that in a James Earl Hardy book, um, B Boy Blues. Was it B Boy Blues? I can't remember. It was one. It was one of the books in that series where. Um, a little bit was talking about that's how he ran into black men who used to say they don't mess with other black men because um, they think of them as brothers. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I never, I've never thought that. I never thought of that. If anything, I didn't think about like, ooh, I'm messing with you and you're my brother. Please. Right. That almost seems <laughs> ugh. I don't, I don't even like. How does he get that kind of rationale and thinking, saying, "Oh, I don't date black guys because"? Granted, I understand where that camaraderie, as far as you know, we are family. I got all my sisters and me, but it almost borderlines us. I don't creepy. It, it's as weird as thinking. I I don't date them because they my brothers. Like oh, okay, girl, all right. But it's interesting though because you know he, he's he's following that line of a lot of these famous black gay men who are not dating black men, and, and I go back and forth with this because I. I my personal opinion, you date whoever you fall for. We can't control who you fall for. I do think there's an issue if you are singling out everybody else just to be with a white man. That's an issue. But if you just happen to fall for somebody who turned out to be white or um, Asian or whatever, Mexican, whatever, then that's stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. But the minute you start saying, I don't want to date Mexicans, or I only want to date Asians, I'm like, mm, okay, that's where we have the issue. I, I, I chalk it up that he's young right now, and maybe he don't know. Because, you know, a lot of us who are who come up in the game, we may not know any other black gay people when we come out or when we figure out what we're doing. Exactly. Myself, I, I didn't until I got to college. It was just me in high school, so I didn't know. I didn't even know we exist. Not until I saw, like, clip. Like, like like I said before, I've seen like little clips and stuff from TV, but I really didn't know about how we lived life, you know. And so when I got to college, I met more people of color who were gay. My closest friends for over 20 years are black gay men. And so therefore, it's like, it wasn't until I got to college, but it wasn't until I graduated from college and moved to Statesboro, Georgia, where I was surrounded by nothing but black gay men and understood the appreciation of it. So to me, I'm like thinking maybe he needs that experience in life to be around more black gay men to feel, to understand where he's coming from. I don't know. Maybe he's because he's in this industry, he's playing the guitar or whatever. 
but he's been surrounded by white meat. I maybe mean, that's what he's he's right. just because you. But he also may not understand the fetishism, fetishism, uh, the word, the fetishism of how because he is a, a, a handsome black man. But yes, these white men will come after him, but they won't come after him because he has a great personality. Right, coming after because of the, the stereotypical reasons to come after a black man. I I'll be honest. I was that guy that's like, oh, I'm not going to date black men because there's a that stigma around black men, and I've worked through that. You know, going to therapy, did some soul searching, and there's a way out of that. You know, there is. I think it also comes from like a uh, a place of self hatred mm-hmm. that you don't want to fall into the stereotypes of what society says are black men and or black gay men. So in order to say that oh I'm not like those people, I'll do this. I'll date oh say only white guys. So that makes me more. That makes me more closer to what society deems as acceptable and that I'm one of the good niggas. Yeah. It's, it's, I I don't like when people say that it's a, a black and white issue because it's not, you know, it's a, that type of internalization is hard to go through and it's it's unfortunate, but it, it's a way out of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I that's why I'm chalking up to his youth. I, I really believe that because he is he's really young. Um, I'll take that back. He's not. He's he. I think he is around like twenty now, or no, he's like eighteen or nineteen now. Oh my god. Uh, I still think that he's young. He hasn't really experienced a lot because I feel like that may change once, you know, as we both said, our experiences change once we have more experience or we sat down and really had some, some deep thoughts about why we were feeling the way we do. Right. So I'm not going to with him, but I will call him out in a sense like, you know, saying stuff like that is a very, your reasoning is, is, is ignorant um, in a way that it just proves that you are not completely self-aware yet. Hopefully, he gets older, he'll realize, like, oh, that was something, that was really stupid what I said. <laughs> because, yeah, like you were saying, um, you know, we went through those phases where we was like, you know, like, this white guy likes me, and you equate everything to that white guy or whatever, but I think once you experience life more, because now I'm like, bitch, Every man of, of every race is checking for me. So <laughs> why should I deny them the opportunity to to have a taste of me? I'm not going to deny anybody a chance. They look good. Right. You can be you want. You can be from everything. I like I was telling someone the other day. Um, we're talking about trans men. I was like, I'm open to trans men too. I, that I don't I definitely am. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to bother me. It was like, well, what if they they can't? They they don't have. The part I'm like, 
I, I said, I, I can handle it. I can deal with that. Again, it's about the person. I'm older now to where it's about the person and what they're bringing to the table. I can be open to those things. I think, again, it comes with experience. That's why I was like, drag him. Well, let's not just, let's not cancel him yet. Now, I was mad at him. But I was like, let's not cancel him yet. He's still 18, 19. If he was like Lee Daniels, then I then, then, okay. That bitch is canceled any goddamn yeah, way. But um he's still figuring himself out. So I'm gonna still give him some time. Right. All right. So, what's yeah, I don't I don't think we have anything else. I don't think anything else to, I, I feel like a lot of stuff has been covered already, what's been going on. Um Yeah. Oh, um, there was something, but I can't remember. It wasn't really anything serious. It was just, oh, the Punisher. Did you see the trailer for Punisher? I didn't see the trailer, but I've heard, I've heard good and bad reviews. Like they were like, oh, I don't like it, or yes, John, I want to have your babies. To that, yeah, it, it's been crazy. That was well, the latter is me because I did see it. I mean, he looks he. There's something about him anyway that looks good. He just looks like he's demented and probably good at that. Once he uh, started dicking down Rick's wife in uh, the what the first season of Walking Dead, I was like, he he okay, not to be too graphic, but he plowed the shit out of her in that uh, damn grassy knoll. I was like, oh okay, all right. Is that how you get down, John? All right. <laughs> but, no, the tra- but the trailer was good. Um, you know, he did a very good role. He did a very good job playing. playing I can't even talk so I'm all blessed about him. Playing the Punisher in Daredevil. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this is going to bring out. Uh, it looks, it's going to be a lot of blood. A lot of blood, a lot of bullets. Well, my Daredevil. thing is, okay, okay, even though this is a Netflix property, or it's being shown through Netflix, it's still a Marvel property. And Marvel is slated to take all this shit to their own streaming service come, what, 2018, 2019? Yeah. So what's the logistics and the legal legality in that? I think they will still be able to play. I don't know. I heard they will still be able to play. They'll, they'll have it until it's time to move it move away. Um, but I, maybe that's a deal they're working out. You know, maybe like the same way as how they worked out Spider Man. Right. It, it just, I didn't think about it until like here recently. I'm like, mm, that's interesting. Because they could, because it deal could be, you know, we, we're hearing about Netflix being bankrupt, not bankrupt, but broke. Uh, maybe they'd be like, well, we'll pay for all of this. You know, we keep y'all in the black, but we're still taking our stuff, but we can sell this partnership. So maybe it's that, because I feel like that, um, Marvel helped out Sony. They were going through their drama. <laughs> like that's maybe this is a partnership um, they have. Who knows? We'll probably hear more about it as it get closer to the time, right? Um, or maybe this all might be hype because you know I feel like sometimes you we get like these hype stories and then we find out that stuff it's not going to go down the way we thought it was going to go. Like you know, like um, remember when they the Sony said that. They do the Venom movie and all these other movies that be connected to the Marvel movies, and that really lipped things. So I was like, oh, maybe not so much. But I think that was kind of the hype that they were trying to do. And then 
we found that's not really the case. I don't know. So maybe we'll see how it goes. Right. But let's go ahead and take these to the dishwasher and clean these up and take a break. All right. Universal FanCon is a brand new convention coming to the Baltimore Convention Center in April of 2018. FanCon will be a round-the-clock event featuring comics, cosplay, gaming, celebrity guests, music, and more with a focus on diversity and inclusion. Get your tickets now at UniversalFanCon.com because geek is universal. All right, we are back and we're going to get into the king size issue, which is the Emmys. These the Emmys was on all weekend. Not all weekend, but just Saturday, Sunday night. Um, and it was fun to watch. I got to watch it on Eastern time for the first time in many years. But um, a lot went down in, in, in this um, award show, um, which was very surprising and interesting. So we're going we're gonna to kind of talk through it and right. share our views and thoughts. So uh, this the host this year was Stephen Colbert, which I think all in all he did an okay job. Uh, you know, it's you know the bar is incredibly low for a heterosexual white man uh, when they're in comedy. So you know everybody was gonna laugh at like the stupidest jokes. Uh, what did you think of the opening? I thought the opening was cute. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. Um... It didn't really keep my attention. <laughs> right. I mean, I only, uh, I only paid attention when the dancers came out and they were actually, there were some guys in there and I was like, okay, showing legs. Yeah. I kind of like, um, I think I heard Rachel, that's not her name, but Rachel from the show, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, she did like a little musical piece. I, I like that one a little bit better mm-hmm. than <laughs> she was introducing the bankers. And oh yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the accountants and whatnot. I like that better, but you know, I, I kind of, like, to be honest with you, I kind of more. I think I went to the bathroom in that part that came with me. <laughs> so let's get into some of these winners. So, okay, where do you want to start? <laughs> well, I was gonna say let's talk about a little bit, just a little bit about the fashion. There's a lot of interesting, you know, choices and stuff going on there. Um, anything that stood out to you that you liked? Uh, let's see. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. <laughs> yeah, looks... did, that bitch is pushing uh, 80. And she still looks like that. Hope. Right. With the, uh, look over the back and she had the necklace dripping down her back. I said, okay. Okay, Jane. Not too much. Yes. Um, who else? Let me see. I think, uh, oh, um, shit, what was her name? She's in, uh, she's Valkyrie in Thor. Yeah. Oh, God, what is her name? Tessa Thompson. Yeah. That that nice mahogany dress. Uh, who else? Issa Rae looked pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, people were mad at her with what she said about she's rooting for everybody black. You know, everybody. Who, which black person isn't rooting for everybody black? Whether it be the Emmys, game shows, uh, what have you. It, come on now. Everybody knew that. Uh, 
Viola Davis looked good. She was wearing uh, that tangerine. She was mm-hmm. in a, a Zach Posen gown. She looked. I'm telling you, the rainbow looks good on her. She can almost wear any color. She can. Uh, who else? Zoe Kravitz looked good. She was in a, a, a Dior couture gown. I liked yeah. that uh, that ombre skirt that she had. Um, actually, somebody I know actually has something like that. Who else looked good? Samir Wiley looked good in that Christian Siriano. And let me tell you what Christian Siriano. Christian Siriano can dress anybody, any figure. Yes any ethnicity and he doesn't make uh bones about it he doesn't make like oh she's a real woman or with real figure you know that type of bullshit that you hear like on project runway like they the designers don't know how to dress uh plus size women that type of bullshit christian siriano knows how to dress any kind of woman in any kind of uh figure mm-hmm. who else um I liked Oprah. Oprah wore white and she wore pants. Mm-hmm. And I which I thought was gorgeous. And they were like um I don't want to say palazzo pants. Well maybe they were palazzo pants. But anyway, she looked good in her uh chairman of the board pantsuit. I know, I was like, look at her, like she like I'm the I'm I own it all. I'm here today. What's going on? <laughs> she came up on stage. Did uh, you see uh, Leslie Jones? Yeah, I was going to say her too. Cicely uh, Tyson looked like an elder, uh, a wizard. Uh, oh, she looked like a, a wizard in that uh, that all that red. I was like, okay. I like. I was. Like, I was looking at too. I was like, she was like, like this is one. This is the new headmistress. Of Hogwarts, like I was like, there she is, the new headmistress, right? Yeah, Tessa Thompson, she was in that uh, multicolored. Yeah, uh, she she wore uh, Rosie Asulian. That looked, oh my god, that was like gay culture times ten, right? (laughs) That was mahogany. I was like, she is giving us mahogany when she was taking those pictures and spinning around in that. That rainbow outfit. I was like, that's what I see when I see that dress. Exactly. She knew what she was doing. She knew she knew we were gonna talk about her. As she knew the community, the culture was gonna talk about her basically. She looked so good. Like she looked so good. I like what Tracy Ellis Ross had. A little funky, a little cute. I kinda like that. Yeah, Tracy was wearing a Chanel Hocatour. And I the only issue I have with this is the top part is good. The bottom part looks kind of, I don't know. It doesn't look right to me for some reason. The proportions are off. Like she has this little bitty waist and then it balloons into something, but it really doesn't balloon into anything. I don't know. That's just, that's just me. Um, who else did you like? Um... Her name was not Leslie. Um, Leia, Leia Waith. I'm saying her name's totally wrong. Oh, yes. I loved her suit. That jacket was bad. I want a jacket like that. That's what I'm saying. I wish, um, I mean, she went with with kind of a a man's suit, but I wish men would have more flair in their suits. 
Right. Not like oh, a purple tie. Like I'm talking like like designs and patterns in the suit, like something. Hell, come in a come in wide leg pants. I mean something like that, but she kinda the way it just fit her and her personality and everything, when I saw her, I was like, this is what I would actually wear that. If I was invited to one of these, that's what I would come in as. Mm-hmm. It was masculine, but it was also feminine and it fit to her body. Yeah. Uh, Donald Glover and his Merlot uh, suit looked really good. I, that color was so pretty. Yeah. And his brother looked good too in his suit. Mm-hmm. You know, I was seeing pictures where I was like, oh, that's his brother. But yeah, looked really good in that suit. Uh, the little kid from uh, Stranger Things, I don't remember his name. He was in that flashy purple. Oh, yeah. I forgot the kid's name, but he looked really good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like people did a little bit better this year in trying to actually show up. Um, and yeah, Jane Fonda, I, when I first saw her, I was like, look at her. Look at her. I mean, everybody else did like Dolly dresses the way Dolly always dresses. And Lily Tomlin always dresses that way too. Kind of like always look at Lily Tomlin and um, be author. They always dress the, the same. We you know with the, with the jackets and the, mm-hmm. that, whole, that whole look. Um, but yeah, but uh, <laughs> Jane was giving us so much. I was like, okay, you, you just showed everybody, like, I've been here longer than many of you today. Like, I feel like that's what she was saying in her dress and her ponytail and her bangs. Right. She had the nerve to have them bangs. I was like, girl, I am so done with you right now. You are giving us bangs. You're reminding everybody who who gave. You know, I was like thinking, she's done a lot. You think about her her movies. She's done a lot over the years. And I feel like that that is, yes, you should come here and show everybody who you are and what you've done. The girls would Mm -hmm. would love to have a career as long as she has. So I'm like, yeah, you show it. You let everybody know it. Um, who did I see that I thought was really almost um oh somebody was really interesting. For some reason I kept thinking oh I I would have loved to have seen um more of Leslie's dress. Leslie mm-hmm. Jones. Leslie Jones? Yeah, I feel like I didn't see enough. I didn't think I was like, I thought she looked really good. Um I like the the sheer at the 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 bottom and the sheer i think she had it at the shoulders too um and it was very it was very feminine for her cuz i didn't expect her to wear anything like that cuz you know she's kind of i don't want to say boyish but you know she's kind of she's not a feminine type of girl but I like uh, the appliques on the shoulders, well, all the way down the arm. Um, I like the the top um, above the bust line, and it was cut very. Um, it was a very high cut, and you can see that she's been working out because I follow her on Twitter, and she's yeah. always at the gym getting it yeah. in. I saw that she did her leg workout, and I was like, Lord. And she looks good. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. I like her uh, her hair and her uh, pompadour. Yeah. I'm glad Leslie getting her shine, though. She deserves it. Um, so I'm glad that you're seeing that and everything else. I'm glad that, I'm glad that a lot of people are getting their shine. I feel like it, it, 
that, that night, I, there was a lot of unexpected wins. You know, when I sit there and thought about it, I was like, wow, I didn't expect that to happen. And there was a lot of typical wins. <laughs> Let's talk about that real quick. So, yeah, um, Julia, I want to say Julia Louise Dreyfus. That's not her name. Um, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, she won. And, you know, um, Beep is good. This past season was not all that. But Beep is good. I just still think it was. I don't think. I'll say this. I don't think the show should have won. I can almost get why she would get this one because she didn't win last year. But I don't think the show should have won best show. Um, but I, I think it's time. If, if I was her, I'd be like, you know what? I've won enough. Take me out. Like, I'd be like, take, take me out. I have enough. I've won a lot. She always wins. Veep always wins. I'm like, come on. We know the show was good, but goddamn. <laughs> it's it's just like Ugh. I was irritated that she won. Now granted I have never watched Veep because I don't have showtime and no nobody was gonna pay for it. But <laughs> So yeah, it's proven that you haven't seen it. Still, I, I, I'm I'm like, come on. We know she's good. Yeah, I, I know yeah. she's funny, yeah. and I know the show is hilarious, but yeah. Tracy Ellis See, Ross has so- been giving y'all comedy for years, <laughs> and y'all motherfuckers have not taken note. She, what was it? Girlfriends has been off for eight goddamn seasons, and Nan, none of them got a, uh, a Emmy nod. That's true. Oh, So that's you're why right, I'm mad. Right. I, I I get it because like, but the funny thing is, with only reason why I say that Veep is funny because I don't be checking for it. Like Veep comes on and I'm like, oh okay, I'll just watch it because it'll come on before it. it it's it, it runs. It's a, it's a thirty minute show, so it's like I'm usually waiting for another show that comes on after it. So I'm like, you know, I just watch it, and I and I find it really funny because it's like I wasn't expecting it. Is it black is funny? No. Is it Sex in the City funny? No. But it's funny. So I, I give them credit for that, but I, I don't think the show should have... This season was not really a fun season that I cared about. Mm-hmm. So I, well, I'm i like, mm, I don't know if you should have won that. Uh, so I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, and positive news, Donald Glover won for Best Director and also... He won for Best Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. So, kudos to him. Um, Atlanta is really good. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it is it's on Hulu now. Um, and it was just... It's not the laugh, like the laugh out loud funny. It's the more... Uh, how, do, how would you describe Atlanta? Because it's not... Like, like I said, it's not a laugh out loud funny. It's more satirical, almost in a sense, that the shit that black people have to go through just to survive funny. Yeah. And then it leads to, oh, wait, is this shit really funny or is it just sad? <laughs> no, it's, it's I, I know what you're saying. It's that type that when you look at it, 
it it's a black show. I I say that because it's like I get it. Like you get it all. You understand it. The issue about you know trying to get a job, the hustle, you know, do, doing things you don't like, but you have to do it to pay the bills. Like it's all that type. Of <laughs> and it's like it it makes sense. It's that type of funny where it's like you watch it, you laugh at it. Two hours later, you're like, you know what? Yeah, it's like that type. It's like that type. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it deserved to win. It is. It is. It is something different. It is something different that works. And when you see it in the lineup with all those other shows that was nominated, or when you you think about the episodes themselves, of course, it beats the rest of them. You know, it just beats the rest of them. Like I think about the episode. <laughs> When that dude said, I am a 35-year-old white man. Mm-hmm. And I just think about that show and just the impact of it, of how that's, you know, that's some people, that's some people, some people it is that you know and you think about and the things some people have said. Like, it's so funny when I look back at that show. It's it's really, it's really good. I hate we have to wait a little bit longer to get it, but it makes me anticipate it. Right. I know it's going to be good. You know, what does it come out? 2018 or 19? Oh, 24. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> Whenever it's damn well ready. Yeah. So, any. Yeah, I was happy that he. But I was sad for Titus. Did you see? Let's talk about Titus and her, her pay ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was she up for? She was up for. Uh, was it? Uh, it wasn't lead actor. It was. I want to say supporting actor in a comedy series. Yeah. And I forgot who won because I didn't care. Um, but that little clap at the end. You can see her saying, I'm not really happy for you, but I'm going to clap anyway because the camera's on me. I was like, you know. <laughs> Alex Baldwin won. Alex Baldwin And it was just that look. <laughs> I was like, but you know, that probably would have been me too. Like, bitch. Like, I was like, bitch, I am the queen of social media. Every gif, every meme is me. Not none of y'all. I should have won just because of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, who also uh, Riz Ahmed? He won for uh, outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie for The Night of, and I hadn't heard of The Night of before uh, last yeah. night. What is it on? Like it's on HBO. I watched it. It was a limited series. Uh-huh. I watched it. Uh, it was it was pretty good. There was a lot of stuff going on. There was a nice shirtless scene with him in it. Um, but um, he's so fine. He is his, his big eyes. But um, he he deserved it, and I was happy for it. But you can tell that when he won, he was surprised. When they were showing all of them, he was surprised that he won. It was a tough category. Like he had, yeah. I was going to think Robert De Niro was going to win. Mm, I saw that movie. No. I, I would say none of that. Mm-hmm. What was he in? Um, like The Wizard or something like that? I yeah, forgot. Yeah, it, was, it was about um, Bernie Madoff. And oh, I was yeah. like... Okay. But, uh, it was cute, but I wouldn't say you deserved to win. Mm-hmm. Another uh, big winner uh, for that night was The uh, Big Little Lies. Uh, 
They won for Outstanding Limited Series. They won for um, Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited Series, Nicole Kidman. Um, and, And let's pause on that. So when Nicole got her little ass up there and gave her little speech... Her long ass speech. I mean, she was up there for three, like damn near four minutes, giving her speech. Like she had breakfast, lunch, and dinner up there, and did nobody play the outro music? Did nobody do anybody get her play her off? None of that. But when your boy Sterling K. Brown won for best lead uh, for outstanding lead actor in a, a drama series for This Is Us. Midway through, they playing this nigga out. I'm like, okay, I see what's going on. I exactly see what's going on. Yeah, I. Well, no, I'm wrong. Somebody, I think I want to say somebody timed them both, and so they were around the same time. But I don't think that was accurate. Um, I might have to go back and look at it for myself so I can actually say something. Yeah, I don't know if they did it because she's like. Somebody said, well, they do it because if you are Oscar winning, Oscar winners get more. <sighs> Whatever. I'm like, okay. Um, I was like, well, still, they should have gave him a chance. He, he did get to finish his speech later. Backstage. True. But I do want to say the show itself is a masterpiece. I stand behind Big Little Lies. It was one of the few shows that had me literally in my feelings had my stomach twirling. It is really a good series. If anybody get a chance to watch this, if you get a chance to watch it, it's really good. Like it had it's on me. HBO, right? Yeah. I see. You know, um, good. It, I'm gonna have to fuck around well, with you, it. You, HBO. If you can pull, you know, one of those streaming services, uh, <laughs> you can watch. It. You can hear me, I just said what if you can pull one, but um, it was really good. You know, Zoe Kravitz was in it. Um, she plays a big role in it. Um, and the little boy that, and y'all need to quit um, shading young Sheldon because that might be a hit. What I've been hearing from people is it's a good show. Anyway, the little boy who's playing little Sheldon is in the, he's in Big Little Lies. And I fell in love with him because I was so worried about him. Like he was my, I, I never wanted kids. But he, he made me worry about him like he was my child in this in this show. Because there was some stuff going on with him that you were made you think that he could be psychopathic. And that's why I was sitting there like, no, not not Ziggy, what's wrong? And it was just so much going on in this show. I'm just telling y'all, it's a book too, so if y'all get if y'all want to read it, read the book. Um but also Yeah, I heard it was really good. If y'all get the people show, people show. Um I really enjoyed it. A lot, and um, it deserved to win. I'm glad it won. Um, what I, but I did notice some things. I noticed that um, um, I love what Reese was saying about how you know women running, you know, when women are doing this, it it, it it takes on a different light and everything else. And I appreciated that statement because I was like, that was good to see. Um, but what was kind of hard for me to see was again, we kept seeing how white a lot of these groups were. Like when when, when SNL went up there. 
very white. They had you to know? bring all the motherfuckers up on that stage. I'm like, look, y'all, this is only a two hour event. We can't be having everybody parading up and down these goddamn aisles because you know we got to pay for all these fucking sponsors. You know the economy is not what it used to be because we living under Trump. So I'm gonna need everybody that doesn't really need to be up on the stage to sit down. We gonna everybody gonna see the uh, the Emmy, okay? Yeah. Shit. Like they just put um, everybody up there. They did, and I um, and then when Layla won um for for um writing for um Master and I, I need to see that episode. Yeah, I it was an episode with uh, yeah. Angelina, uh, Angelina, uh, Angela Bassett, I believe. Um, uh, yeah. but when she won, and I like her speech too. It was needed. Her speech was needed. And I liked how uh, Aziz Azari just let her speak. He just sat there or stood there and let her speak because it, what she said needed to be heard. Yeah. Because we out and here. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I like that. I love that what she had to say. Um, even going back on Sterling's speech, Sterling had a very good speech. And if, and if y'all didn't get a chance to see what he said afterwards, um, it's on YouTube. It's out there. Go and check it out. But it was just nice to see people come winning and for good roles. Now I feel like I need to watch um, This Is Us. I heard it was and, very emotional. Yeah, I, I, I just I feel like I've been vulnerable lately and I don't know the <laughs> I, I, I feel like that because I have been feeling so I was listening to um, I was on a plane yesterday and it was only like 30 of us on the plane. <laughs> But we had all the room in the plane to do whatever. I'm all laid out. And I'm playing um, certain, I forget what it was, one of Hayley Bell's songs. I'm getting all, all love, live and learn. No, love and learn. I think it's you love and you learn. That's the name of the song. And um, getting all emotional. I was like, I'm getting emotional. I don't know if I'm getting older and my emotions are just coming out. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to watch that. Like, I can't watch the 13 from Ava DuVernay yet because I feel like I'm going to get mad. And run out here and run people down. So I right. feel like I can't. Well, that's like me. I I haven't watched the last, this past season of House of Cards, and I haven't watched this uh, The Handmaid's Tale because it's so. Yeah, and that one big too. Yeah, they won for outstanding drama series, outstanding lead actress in a drama series. I think they won for uh, outstanding director. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, they they had a good night. Um, I yeah. but like I can't. I can't watch that right now because it's what our future would look like if we are still, if we keep on this path that we're on and that hits too close to home for me, you know, granted that art is supposed to imitate real life and, you know, all of that, but sometimes Art needs to be an ex- an escape from real life events. Yeah. And right now, I'm like, look, shit. I'm still not over the Mr. Greg episode of Steven Universe, so I'm just gonna have to be by my damn self in a corner somewhere. Yeah. Well, I want, and also the San. I'm saying the wrong San Gervino, or where that is from Black Mirror. That one a lot too. Uh huh. That's an episode basically based on two lesbians. Um, and I really want to watch it. I might watch it this weekend. Um, 
because it was apparently very good. And, I, and Kayla, like a nerd, shaded me when I said I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> My sister said that uh, that whole series was really good. I've watched a couple of them. It is. Um, it is pretty good. It's like um, a new version of Outer Limits. Oh, okay. That's a good reference. It's kind of like that, a little bit like the, what's that other one? Um, Twilight Zone. It's kind of in that, it's, it's, in, it's in that same realm. Uh-huh. So, um, it's a pretty good watch. It was The first one I watched was about the social media one. About how it was, it made you think about how we value likes and how, like imagine like if for you to get an apartment, um, they don't go by your credit. They go by how many likes you have. Oh, oh my God, that's scary. Well, that's what the one that the first episode I saw was about. Um, she was trying to get a new place, and it was like, well, um, you're gonna have so many likes or something like that. And I was like, oh crap, <laughs> or when people like you or you have this many followers or something oh like that. Oh my God, that's that's, that scares the shit out of me. I don't know if I'm ready for that either. Yeah. It's interesting though, and also what's interesting. Side note: Twitter. I need to know how you. This came up the other day. How? What is your validation process? Because I'm seeing people who, no shade, but some people have written what one article for I don't know. Advocate the root whatever, and they get validated, and they may have. They may be following 2,000 people, and they have 2,400 people following them. So they basically have 400 people following them. I'm trying to figure out how you give it, they get validation. And you got people out here like, I don't say Ben Hameen, who's now writing for American Gods. He hasn't been validated yet. Where's his blue check? But some or people Geek the Color. Geek the Color was at the, the Emmys, and they still haven't been uh, verified. Yeah, what is that? I need to know like so how some of these people who have written what two articles are now being. I need to know the format. This ain't about me. This is about. I just need to know what the format is because I'm confused because I'm sitting here trying to figure out. I think everybody at Fan Bros needs to be verified. To be completely honest, but you know that's just me, and because they're uh, Universal FanCon affiliates. Yeah. Like I get black girls. Yes, they sh- they should need it. They should have a valid because what they have done with the. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, at that time they had seventy five thousand followers. Yes, <laughs> but some people, I again, I, I just noticed that some people just got. I follow. I have more followers than some people who have gotten validated, and I'm just sitting there like, how? What did you do? I was like, what did you do? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what did you do. I started a damn hashtag. So <laughs> like, so I'm still trying to figure out. We were. It was a conversation. Like it wasn't really about us. We're just trying to understand the format. Like what? What is it that you got to do? What There's is the people, algorithm that you all yeah. go on to verify people? Yeah. Yeah, because like yeah, when you mentioned that Geeks of Color have, they don't have one. Fan Bros don't have one. That it doesn't make sense to me. And this is not some kind of, oh, we want to be verified because I could give two fucks. You know, at the end of the day, they those verified being verified is not going to pay my bills. I was about to say, it's not paying anybody's bills or nothing. I just find it funny that I'm looking at people getting verified. I'm like, bitch, what did you do though? I'm, like, I'm still trying to Google your name. So I'm <laughs> trying to figure out what 
what's going on? Again, no shade. I just don't understand it. Again, when people are like doing stuff, there are other people out there, like some poor stars, which I get. I do get that. They got some validated, but some of them don't. I'm like, some of them are better performers, but that's another story for another That time. is another story for another day. Um, like, personally, I'm going, I'm going to put it out there. Tim Kruger, you deserve to have a validation. I don't know why they have not validated you yet, but sir, your performance, you deserve We have gone completely left. I'm just going to say <laughs> now. Like, completely left. But it's okay. That's okay. But back to the Emmys. Um, Let's talk about um, how they paraded Sean Spicer's ass up out there and they laughed about it. I was mad about it. And then all y'all hoes who took pictures with him. It was a lot of y'all too. And James... Girl, I I know. I like like him. You know, I put up up that gift of Alyssa Edwards talking about um, oh, what was her name? Uh, Fifi. You're yeah. that type. You're that kind of girl. I knew you were. I yeah. knew he was that type of girl because something about it didn't sit right. And now all of a sudden, you giving him kisses and whatnot. And who was it that uh read the fuck out of Sean? What was it? Uh, uh, Ron uh, Perlman. Oh yeah, Hell, original Hellboy. What's his name? That was uh oh, he was in Harry Potter. He was the bad the. One with the white hair, bad guy. Uh, Malfoy. Yeah, yeah. Malfoy read the fuck out of him. Um, and I, I didn't just understand why he needed to be there. It's like, did y'all forget that he called? He called concentration camps Holocaust centers, like they were some kind of uh, rest stops or pit stops on the side of the road. Did y'all forget about that? And I know a lot of y'all motherfuckers in that audience are Jewish any goddamn way. So I don't understand why now it's okay to sort of validate him and give him an audience where he doesn't even deserve one. Yeah. I was very... That, that that type of shit didn't sit well with me. And it didn't sit well with a lot of other people. What else? The tr- the Trump jokes were funny, um, and rightfully deserved. Oh, what else? That's pretty much all. Um, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, they still have a lot of work to do. I I don't like the fact that um, insecure was ignored. Um, Queen Sugar. And sugar was so, and it was like last year, and I'm like, no, and I'm not really happy about that. Um, so I uh, and change. Drag Race should have won over The Voice. I don't know, like, girl, really? But that's just <laughs> well, the drag in me. But they did win. Uh, RuPaul did win Best uh, Reality Host. So, yeah. and that's like the second time in a row. That's a good. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, it's. But yeah, I think I don't know what would have been really real shade is if they would if that uh, if that other show with L. Cool J if that was nominated and won over Track Race, I would have been like, okay, y'all are really trolling. Mm-hmm. If that won, I'm like, mm, it is Drag Race. Just went to the but um, yeah, but. 
you know, I feel like there's a lot more work that needs to be done. There's a lot more we need to see. Um, and hopefully, you know, Queen Sugar and Secure will get their shine next year. Um, who knows? It could be their year next year. Right. You never know. Yeah, there's still, even though they say that this was the most uh, diverse uh, set of nominations, I didn't see it. Yeah. We still need more. And- no, it, it, it kind of was. Because I look back at who was nominated. You know, Regina King was still nominated for things. Um, then you had Oprah was nominated for stuff. The movies that were like Henry of the Lacks, which probably, I thought that should have won. Um, as well as, you know, it was when they look at who was all nominated. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. So, uh, anything else for the uh, about the Emmys? No, I think that's it. I think we kind of covered most of the good stuff. All right. And so, well, that does bring a close to the show. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor's at Wonder Man Five. You can follow the podcast at Make Machine Pod. A quick note: so the clan that I roll with during the gaming, the Ring of Tyrants, is looking for an artist to create a new logo. If you think you are about that, uh, submit a logo to them uh, on on Twitter at Ring of Tyrants. Uh, if you are chosen, then you get a any AAA fall release game. So look for it on uh, Twitter, on YouTube, uh, on any other social media uh, apps. Uh, I know they're on Twitch, they're on Facebook. You know all the all the stores. So go ahead, get uh, a submission in, and you can win a free game. You can follow the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, definitely leave us a comment, subscribe, uh, rate us five stars because those ratings really do matter to get our podcast out to more people, to bring you more stuff, to potentially get bigger people on our podcast because, you know, we got some things in the, the works coming up. Uh, what else? That's all I have. Do you have anything? No, um, you know, mostly thank y'all for um, listening to us, sticking with us, all that good stuff. Shout out to um, a lot of people who are doing big things that we that we are running with. Like, um, as we mentioned, Ben Amin is now a writer on um, American Gods, and Jamie Broadnax is now um, on the advisory board of Sci-Fi. So that's some good stuff to see. Hear that you know, blurs people of color who are geeks are hitting the big leagues. Can <laughs> mm-hmm. I turn it back? Oh yeah, about the, like about the submissions for the Ring of Tyrants. You can also send them to Ring of Tyrants at gmail dot com, and they have to be in by six p.m. September 29th. So you have a little bit more than a week. Uh, you can also email us for questions, comments, ideas. Um, at megasheen6 at gmail.com. Um, I think that's all for me. Yeah, that's it. So we will see y'all next week. Bye.